2: listeners, it's James here. Hope you're doing really well as we head into this festive season and you must have been being good boys and girls because we've got this little extra helping of signal for you to stuff into your podcast stockings as we head into the start of 2019. This is a short little interview that we recorded earlier this year with June Sarpong. Many of you will know June from her many media engagements including obviously her long running appearances on T4 back in the day but since then has done many other things including written a couple of books and has been involved in a number of campaigns in the media and has been very outspoken about her christian faith along the way here's june sarbon with our very own ruth jackson recording just after the church media conference in october
1: thought it was really interesting that you were so surprised that there were so many christians who work in the media right um wh- why were you so surprised well i've never met any <laughs>
3: have you met any a few yeah a few but <laughs> well, not many you're not right many. not many in the yeah. secular media
1: why why do you think that is why do you think there's so little christians working in the I, secular media
3: do you know what i think with that there are lots as we've seen today but i think they are not vocal about it think there are lots of people who are christians and you just don't know they're christian so i think that's why i was so surprised i think they are they're clearly they're there they're here today undercover undercover christians (laughs) Which is sad, I think.
1: What are some of the things that you're up to at the moment? Who is June Sarpong
3: today? Oh, who's June Sarpong (laughs) today? So at the moment, I'm on book tour for my book, Diversify, and my other book, Power of Women, Uh, why feminism is good for everyone. Um, And uh, also I have a show on Sky News, uh, which is a debate show. But the thing I'm really enjoying, actually, is going into corporations and businesses, uh, talking to them about diversity and inclusion and how to actually integrate that into their businesses and why it's beneficial for them financially when they do. So, yeah, it's been so much fun.
1: If you could stick that in a nutshell, what, what is the one way that we can be, a, be better at diversity? Yeah, I think the one way is to make friends with somebody that's different to yourself. That's the quickest way. Because
3: then you see people as humans.
1: And you're in the public eye a lot, and you've been doing some great campaigning
3: Mm -hmm. and things like that.
1: How do you protect yourself when you're in that environment?
3: Oh, what a good question. I think I'm quite good at reading people. Um, You know, when you've done this sort of job for 20 years, you do get very good at um, just being able to read somebody's energy. Um, And so I think by reading energy is probably how I protect myself. Yeah, and also I don't have that big a social media presence. I only tweet, so I don't do Facebook. Um, I don't do um, Instagram. I don't do any of the others, so that's probably why as well. Do you think your personal
1: faith kind of comes
3: into that? Do you sort of top yourself up in the morning to go out and oh yes sorry can I get you yeah now I see what you mean yes 100% so I pray and I meditate every morning or at least I try to um and I'm constantly praying for me prayer is as much as thinking to me so and I'm always sort of having conversations with God and angels and spirits and um and you know I'm African so we also believe in our sort of uh ancestors and our deities and so on so I'm forever yeah that's completely part of my everyday life yeah so yeah that's how I protect myself Yes. (laughs) (laughs) How do we learn to disagree
1: well? Because that's something you're very good at instigating.
3: Yes. I think you have to really understand where people are coming from. And you have to have some compassion for that. And also respect for other people's opinions. You know, obviously not extreme, extreme opinions that, you know, are... Dangerous, But I can understand somebody who has uh, slightly conservative views or um, views that are not uh, particularly inclusive. I can understand why somebody feels that way. I think my job, hopefully, uh, is to be able to present my argument in a way that maybe perhaps make some change their mind do you think we need to learn to do that as a church yes i think the church is doing a really bad job of connecting with people who don't already believe and i think we need to do a much better job of being inclusive and welcoming and a place that really is about love so that you can feel that there is somewhere for you to belong
1: And you often see the church and the media at odds with each other. How do you think the media is treating the church at the moment? Do you think we're in a good place? No. I think (laughs)
3: the media has absolute disdain for the church. But the church hasn't helped itself in the process because if the church was doing a good enough job to counter that in its actions within communities, then whatever the media said wouldn't matter. But I do think there's a sort of, I don't know what it is, in the last sort of two decades... Christianity has become a dirty word. And I think that's why, like what we were saying before, about people in media hiding their faith in the way that other faiths don't. My Muslim friends do not feel the need to hide their faith. My Jewish friends do not feel the need to hide their faith. But for some reason, Christians in Britain definitely feel that way.
1: Do you think that means that Christians who are working within the media have
3: got quite a distinctive and important role then? They really do. And I think there's a way you can be totally proud of your faith without excluding others and i think that's the bit we haven't got right usually the way christianity is presented is in a is in a way that demeans other faiths or or actually believes other faiths are wrong and i think there's a way where we can be completely proud and 100 percent sure of what we believe without demonizing other people and i think when we get that piece right we will no longer be seen as a sort of weirdos in society and society needs us right now in these crazy times i think people need faith they need something um that's of substance and something that is meaningful to actually hold on to Thank you so yeah. Really helpful. Yeah, yeah thank right. you. Oh, you're brilliant. Pleasure. Thank no, 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 you. No, no, pleasure.
2: <laughs> Thanks so much to June and Ruth there for that interview. If you've enjoyed the show, we would love it if you would leave us a little Christmas present of our own, which is a review and a rating over on Apple Podcasts, on Acasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this show. It really helps for other people to find it. And the best thing that you can do is to share the show on social media or directly with a friend through WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, well, just about anywhere. We would love it if you would. That's it for Signal for 2018. So much more to come in 2019 and we look forward to seeing you soon either at a new event one of our conferences or here on the podcast back when we're with you in january for now we wish you a very merry christmas and a happy 2019 see you in the new year
0: hold up what was that